Hello and happy June. Yes. It's summer almost, sort of. I'll call it that. Great. It's close enough to summer. Um, and this is Sarah. I'm here with Matt. Yes. And Michael. Hey. And we just want to get everyone at Seven Mile caught up on what to expect this month and what to expect this summer at Seven Mile Road. Next few weeks um, are going to look a little different in a few ways. Right. Um, so we want to get you up to speed about what to expect. Some exciting things to keep in mind. Uh, so first, let's talk about Sundays. Yes. We're going to be changing pace a little bit. Let's start with June 6th. Where are we going? So we have gotten formally for sure. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. Yes, permit we, is secured. We've gotten permission to gather again about a quarter of a mile from the church yep. at the East Knoll across the street from Melrose High School on L Pond on June 6th to get everybody there for an outdoor service that morning. Yep. If you were with us on Easter, it's the same exact spot. Yes. You'll park in the same spot. You'll go to the same spot. Right. Exactly the same. And the parking is wide open. Mm -hmm. And it was such a delight to get everybody outside. The kids had a blast skipping rocks in the pond afterward. Mm -hmm. So nothing fancy about the morning together. But on June 6th, that will be the spot where we'll be for church. Yep. Um, so we'd love to see you there. Bring a blanket or a chair to sit on and right. just come be with us outside. And make sure it's 76 and sunny. <laughs> yes, hopefully. For the rest of June, yes. we will be back in our building here right. on Green Street. Yep. On the 27th, after our gathering in the building, we are taking anyone who can come. What is it? I think a mile down the street. Yeah, probably not even. To the Melrose Common. Yes. For a picnic. Right. We'll have lunch. Well, you'll bring your own lunch and we will provide snacks and drinks and slush. Yes. And if you have any lawn games, bring them. We can play lawn games. There's a basketball court. There's a playground. So that's where we'll be June 27th. It's sort of our way of saying, hey, thank you for making this church year go. Mm -hmm. especially everybody who works just so hard to drive forward mission in every possible way. Um, and it's also our way of going, hey, as good New Englanders in the month of July, there's a lot of coming and going. Mm -hmm. So we're going to see each other on this Sunday together. And then we will stay tethered. We've got some fun stuff happening in July for worship. But knowing it's sort of the last Sunday of the church year, and then we're going to have our summertime together and step back into it again in six to eight weeks. Yeah. Which leads me to July. Yes. So July, we're going to change pace a little bit. Yep. The first weekend of July is the holiday. Right. So July 4th falls on a Sunday this year. Oh, man. We will not meet in our building. Yes. So we will meet as gospel communities. Right. If you're listening to this and you're not a part of a gospel community you will have a place to go. We yes. will get you connected. Yeah. But yeah, so celebrate the 4th of July with your gospel community if you're in town. It's always been fun. Yeah. And then the following three weeks, yep. we are going on some road trips. Right. Do you want to talk about where we're going and why we're doing that? Sure. It is not possible to understand the culture or the structure or the life or the mission of Seven Mile Road in Melrose with not understanding that we are a part of a family of churches. Mm -hmm. it, it just doesn't make sense if you don't go, oh, this is not just a solitary thing. I mean, it, you know, you meet somebody, you get to know them, and 
pretty quickly you start to ask about their brothers and sisters because mm-hmm. it is so central to their story and to how their life works. That's how it is with us. We don't know how, but just in his grace, in his call for us, our church has planted, birthed several churches. Yep. A bunch of them are within a stone's throw of this church mm-hmm. as far as a stone's throw being an ability to mm-hmm. be with them on a Sunday. So in the month of July, we try to spend some time visiting the churches that have been planted out of here. There is no replacing the expression of love to them, the expression of, hey, we remember you and are with you, than to get in our cars and go be with them on their turf, in their space, among their people on a Sunday morning. So we're going to do that for the whole month of July. After the gathering of gospel communities, the next three Sundays, we will successively go and be with and love our church in Malden. That one's easy. They're worshiping right across the street from uh, the Malden Y and the post office on Mountain Ave. Mm -hmm. It's probably a five-minute drive from our space. So that one's easy. On the next Sunday, the 18th of July, we are going to whoever can make it, whoever is in town, we're going to do it. We're going to go be with our church down in Hyannis. Mm -hmm. They are gathering in probably the most scenic, exotic (laughs) spot that any church, at least in Massachusetts, is doing church this summer on the Bay of Hyannis Harbor. And so on that Sunday, uh, Jeremy and Liana know we're going to come with whoever can be there and just go say, hey, we are so pumped that you have weathered the storm of starting a church in a pandemic. And we are just here to encourage and be with you. So we know that some work, some people will not be able to do it, but a bunch should be able to just make a day trip of it if you're in town and we'll be there. And then the last Sunday of July, we will be up with a church that we call, that's it's called Restoration Road. Yep. And this is also wicked easy to get to. They are in the opposite direction, straight north on Main Street, right at the intersection of Green, yeah. Greenwood and um, Main Street, five-minute drive. Yep, really close, right in Wakefield. Yes, and so we will go be with them. That church is nine years old. They are doing so well, and it's been such a gift every two or three years to go be with them to remind ourselves of the grace that God gave us in that season. So that's what we're doing. Yeah, We're road tripping. There'll be some cost to us, but there's so many costs paid to be a part of a family. This is just another one, and we're happy to do it, to go do Malden, Hyannis, Wakefield in the month of July. We know many of you will be vacationing. Do it. Rest in every way that is healthy for you. But if you are in town on those Sundays, we would love for you to come be with us in those spaces with those crews. Yeah. So that is, it's over a month away, but I'll get you updated on, you know, exactly where to go and when to go and I'll get you directions and be on the lookout for that. But keep it on your radar that we won't have church in Melrose in July. We're going to be visiting our family of churches instead. Uh, Next up, I want to talk about gospel communities. We just wrapped up a month of what we call GC Boot Camp. Yeah. Um, So, Michael, can you talk about that a little bit? Sure. For the first four Sunday nights in May, we had four new gospel community couples that Mm -hmm. are going to be launching a GC in the fall. And we also had a couple current veteran leaders, Mm -hmm. couples join us. Um, 
She says that the Haas Soria is Bennett's and Sparlings. They're going to be launching groups in the fall. Awesome. And then the Bar- Katie Barker, the beat us. That's me. Uh, and the Coughlin's joined us. Great. And it was a great time for us to work through why do we value gospel communities? Mm. And r- what we're going for is gospel fluency in our conversations in the word and in our conversations about our daily life. And then also relational intimacy. And the way that we like to think about those elements are gospel, safety, and time. A lot of all three. So we really worked through those main ideas for four nights mm-hmm. and also did some strengths finder stuff, which mm-hmm. is always fun to help our leaders say, we want you to lead the way that God has made you in particular and lean into that. So that was really good. We hope our leaders feel very equipped and are ready to launch in the fall. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you touched on it a little bit, but one of the reasons we need to train new leaders is because we are multiplying groups. Yes. Um, and our groups are very, very full. Yes. Uh, and we have a lot of people that are wanting to get into a group. Mm-hmm. And we've unfortunately had to say, I'm sorry, you need to wait until the fall. Mm-hmm. So that is going to be happening. We're going to be multiplying in the fall. Yep. So Sarah's going to be putting in the email, hey, if you need to be in a GC... Email Michael. Mm-hmm. Last weekend, if you went and met with uh, a GC family over Memorial Day, they should have walked through what's happening to their group, how it's multiplying, and who is going to be in what group. Yep. So some of you who went, your name wasn't on the list, and that's okay. But we want you to be in a GC, so email me, and we'll make sure that you get put in one. Yes, now that you know where training some new leaders and better equipping current leaders. Yes. There really is room for everyone in a GC now. There is. So yes. if you're not in one, get in one. You That's won't right. regret it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and up next, I have students on my list. Michael, can you okay. talk about our student ministry and yes. what that has looked like or what that will look like over the summer and sure. what's going on with students? For our high schoolers, we just finished working through the book of Luke. So we've been doing that this whole year. Great. And we're going to take the next couple of weeks through the end of June to hit some key ideas. Uh, sex and sexuality, that's a big one for all of us, but especially for high schoolers. Yeah. We're going to be touching on anxiety. Mm. Uh, and then we're going to do a little bit of some of the gospel fluency stuff that we do at the boot camp, but just more on their level. Cool. Um, so we're going to be doing that through June. And then we're going to have a low-key July, just like the church. Mm-hmm. And then in August, we're going to be doing a lot of relational time. So... Mm. We'll probably go to Naha Beach, probably do some movie nights. Fun. Yeah. Cool. Um, so that's the high school group. Mm-hmm. What about the middle school group? Yes. They have a big event coming up, right? They do. Yes. June 25th. Okay. It's going to be at the Wallaces. And there is a rain date. Oh, good. It's the next day. Great. June 26th. Awesome. So if it rains near that day or it's raining on the 25th, then we'll just push it to the 26th. But everybody kind of pencil in the 26th and pen. 25th. Great. Yeah. That'll be a lot of fun. Yes. And they'll also follow the similar rhythm to the high school. They're going to finish up on Zoom in June. Okay. And then probably like everybody else will get off Zoom, maybe delete their accounts. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And be ready to meet in person in the fall. Yes. Zoom fatigue is a real thing. Yes. (laughs) All right, Michael, I have another topic for you. Let's do it. Um, We read a book in our liminal community yes. and up next we have another form of media mm-hmm. what's happening next in the liminal community we are going to be discussing the mandalorian okay yes it is a cultural phenomena mm-hmm. everybody maybe if you don't even know what the mandalorian is i had this conversation with somebody in my gc last night they they're like know what it was. what's the mandalorian and i was like 
you know what baby yoda is and they're like oh yeah i'm like you know so you, you kind of know what the mandalorian is yeah uh so we've been recording some podcasts around taking four episodes at a time mm-hmm. to work through the first two seasons and then we're gonna have on june 12th our zoom discussion of the mandalorian cool so that should be fun yeah even if you've watched half the episodes you can still jump on and enjoy the conversation yeah and I'm sure that you have a Star Wars fan in your life. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows a Star Wars fan. Yes. So who's been, you know, wearing the T-shirts, wearing the sweatshirts, yes. has the bumper sticker. You probably you probably noticed, especially on May 4th. <laughs> yes. Because they're like, it's May the 4th. And you're like, wait, what is that? And Isn't like, that? That's a holiday in the Pothier house, right? They, it they probably celebrate. Is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he um, was on the podcast, so oh, I should great. have asked him. Um, and when will that discussion be? It's going to be June 12th. Okay. Yep. And that will be on Zoom. It is going to be on Zoom. Even yes. though we all hate Zoom. Yes. It is useful. And then pay attention after that. We'll probably put out either an invite for a quick Zoom call to review Liminal and get feedback or some type of survey. We'll put out people that have participated in at least one mm-hmm. and want to know ways we can make it better. Great. All right. Up next, we're talking about kids. So our um, our church has a lot of children, if you haven't noticed. Um, and currently on Sunday mornings, we um, are caring for those who are between 12 months but have not yet turned five or have not yet started kindergarten, I guess is more accurate. Um, so we have two classrooms open for one and two-year-olds and three and four-year-olds. So if you come and you want your kids downstairs during the service, we got room for them. Um, So we will continue to do that over the summer, have two classrooms open, and kind of keep a pulse on, keep a finger on when is best to open our older two classrooms for uh, kindergartners through third graders. If you do not currently serve with our children's ministry, we want you to serve with our children's ministry. Um, And that looks like caring for our kids on a Sunday morning once every six weeks. So it's not a huge commitment, but it is a commitment. So if you don't yet serve with our children, um, send me an email and I can let you know what that looks like and how to get connected. And speaking of serving, we are having a volunteer interest meeting after after church on June 20th. So we have... Not just kids, but we have multiple teams that make this church go. So some of those are, like we said, kids, uh, student ministry. We have both a high school team and a middle, middle school team. We have people who run the audio board, people who run the lyrics and the live stream. We have a cleaning team. We have a setup team. Yeah. We have a band. We have greeters. And all of those teams have room for you to serve with them. Yeah. So um, if you think you might be interested, want to learn more, plan to stay after the service on June 20th, and we'll get you more information and get you connected with the leader of one of those teams. Yeah, and two things to keep in mind with that. So one is this church works because you serve. Mm -hmm. There's no other way to care for, I think it's 112 kids under 18 years old without the entire community being mobilized to say, I am going to love and gospel these kids. Some of you do that in a beautifully intense way with the older kids. Um, Many of you do it by committing every sixth Sunday 
to get a sweet spot of an age group downstairs to say, hey, I'm here because I love you. Mm -hmm. And I love this church and I want you to have a great experience every time that you're here for all the years that we have you. That's how that works. Mm -hmm. And also don't forget there's four commitments that everybody who is a part of the body here committed to the life and mission of the church make. Yep. I'm going to give you presents, so I'll be around, not just on the Lord's Day, but in the life of the community. I'm going to submit to my pastors and follow their lead and be responsive with where we're going as a church. I'm going to give because my giving is what propels and funds the mission. And the last one is service. I'm going to serve. Mm -hmm. Now, there are always going to be seasons in life where there's handcuffs on our freedom to do some things we would like to do. It's no problem. But generally, over the course of our time as members of the body of Christ, you know, Jesus taught us, if you want to be great in this world, in this kingdom, you learn to be the servant of everybody. So that spirit is not, oh, I have to. But people like us do things like this. We watch our kids, and we come early to clean the space, and we greet people who are brand new. And whatever gift, talent, passion, experience, insight God has given me, I want that to be put to use for the advance of the gospel. So be aware that if you're going, hey, I'm not even actually sure how I'm serving and mm. propelling the mission, that's why there's a volunteer interest meeting to open doors for you to say, these are the different ministry teams that make this church go, here's the, the way that I can be involved. That's what that's about. Yeah. So we'll see you after church on the 20th. Yes. Um, and here we are at the beginning of June. So a few days ago, there have been some amendments, some changes in kind of the state of the Commonwealth here in Massachusetts. And how do those restrictions or lack of restrictions affect us? And what will that look like on Sunday mornings for us? Yeah, so we'll just say a few things here. We've got a providential runway mm. because of gathering as gospel communities last weekend. And then this week, we're going to be outside under blue skies. Yep, we were going to be outside anyway, because yes. it's just a delight to be outside. So the next time that we will be indoors together will be June 13th. Yep. I think basically... If you've been listening and observing and, and paying attention to the posture that we have attempted to take as a church that is holding in good tension a whole bunch of things, like faithfulness theologically to the clear teaching of Scripture, like the responsibility to shepherd the flock that Jesus has given us and to keep people tethered to the gospel, like our calling by God to submit to the civil authorities that he has given to us mm -hmm. within reason, but to do that joyfully. And our missional posture to say our neighbors matter mm -hmm. and the way that we carry ourselves before them, we want it to be not just a faithful witness, but a magnetic attractional one. So you're always got all that calculus going on in all of the decisions that you're making about what's it going to look like for us to build culture here and what's it going to look like for us to do church. So for a year or so now, <laughs> the time frame is yeah. wild, we have been submitting to the authority 
of our civil authorities in government as they have attempted to do the really difficult work mm. of navigating a pretty intense public health crisis really well. Mm -hmm. Everybody's got their opinion about how they did or didn't do that, but that was a heavy job for those who hold those positions of authority. They will answer to God for the way that they carried themselves in it. And our job as citizens and as a church was to respect that and to honor that and to not have an attitude about that within the constraints of, of biblical wisdom. So we've been doing that. This is why we have required masks, social distancing. Mm -hmm. We've had a whole bunch of changes in the time length and the flow of our service. It was all hopefully with humility and deference to say, hey, there's a wild public health thing going on. We want to be like good, godly, humble people in this, and we want our church to be responsive to that. So we have done that for this entire time. Now that our civil authorities have lifted their restrictions or their commands or their exercise of authority in those places, we are just going to resume our regular rhythms of gathered, embodied worship together on June 13th. Mm -hmm. um, the one question that people are asking and want to just have some clarity on is around the masks. So with the masks, that's going to be a matter of conscience and preference for the individual seven-miler. We're not requiring you to wear a mask or prohibiting you from wearing a mask. That's on you because there is no requirement coming from those in authority in that sphere with us. Then we're free to now have that roll out just based on the gospel freedom we would have with our conscience in that space. Um, with the social distancing, there won't be any. So we're going to set this place up like we typically would because that is permissible and we cannot wait to jump in and to do that. There will be some other details that got to get fleshed out, like how are we coming to the table yeah. and how are we easing in, like Sarah was saying, a broader children's ministry and mm -hmm. happening. Uh, all of that is hoping to aim towards sometime in late August. The typical rhythms that have served and worked so well for us are just completely simply put back into place. Yeah. So that's our plan. But more than that, I want you to hear our posture we have, we really have prayed. I'm not saying we prayed for this every day, but we did make a concerted effort on the front end of this to say, Christ, will you by your spirit maintain a unity around the essentials in the life of this community? Will you help each of us feel, think, read where we would be on it? but have the humility to come and say, I am not God of this church, and these are tough calls to be made, and I want to be a part of the unity of this church. And I think we have maintained that really well. Some folks who would be less conservative may have had a hard time in June, July of last year with how we moved into our new worship. Some folks who would be more conservative may have a harder time in this June, July. And I think that is exactly why we have prayed in the direction that we have to say, we don't all get our way. Let's make sure that from the top down, our spirit is humble and we value the things that God values and holding them together the best that we can. 
and then just trust God to bless it from there. So the two things we've prayed for is unity and that somehow we would remain tethered to the gospel and to each other. And I mean, you know, that's happening. Mm. So I am cautious uh, with our pastors about bridging from the summer into like what's coming. But that's just one take to listen through together. And then we've got a week and a half here before we have to just put some stuff in print and get it out to you to know how June 13th will go. Yep. All right, so that's a bunch of stuff, but you know we try to lead, we try to do all of life walking in the light, and that includes leading in the light. And there's some stuff that's still getting figured out. If you have questions about that, you should feel totally empowered to say, hey, what about this, or how are we thinking about this? And we'll be trying to address that in a formal way so that there's clarity and unity. And hopefully Jesus is blowing the doors off of this church with people who are Mm -hmm. here because they know this place is serious about gospel community and mission. All right, Sarah, sorry. I'm the master of the wicked long answer. But you asked. Well, a few things things to highlight from that or to clarify from that, starting June 13th, don't email me anymore. I don't want your RSVP. Oh, did I not mention that? (laughs) That's correct. So don't tell me you're coming. Just show up. It won't be necessary. Um, Yes. yes, We we are not requiring RSVPs anymore. Um, So... Just come on Sunday mornings and um, the space will look different. The seats will not be in their little household sections anymore. You can seat yourself where you want, as far away or as close to other people as you want. Um, And one other thing to note is that we are not killing the live stream anytime soon. That's right. Um, So if for whatever reason, you your preference is to still stay home and watch uh, watch church from home you will still be able to do that um, for at least the time being. That's right. Um, I think that's all I had to clarify on that. But yes. And we will, as we get closer to the 13th, just have some simple talking points written down so everybody's on the same page to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Great. It's good news, all of it. Yes. (laughs) Really good. Yes. For a while, it seemed like we were never going to be at the end of this, and now we're approaching the end. So it's great. Yeah. Um, That's all I have. Did you have anything else to add? No, I mean, the month of June is supposed to be a strong finish of the race of the church year. Anything that that God, by His Spirit, has been accomplishing with us, we want to see it and Mm -hmm. celebrate it and affirm it and really be thankful to those who make a church year go. We do want, as New Englanders, people to Sabbath, to rest, to recreate, to enjoy this commonwealth and each other in the summertime. We're trying to create space for, for that. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'm always forward looking, but imagine the kind of strong year we could have next year coming out of weathering this storm and then being unfettered in some of those ways to say, let's put the gas down on gospel. So be a part of all of that is happening in there. Yeah. Great. All right. We will see you outside on June 6th. All right. Let's do it. Bye.